Okay, listeners, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview Cyril Flower Challenge Stakes Day. BJ Ryan and Terry Layton, we're teaming up to record episode 154 of the 1 1. This is your West Australian Racing Podcast. It's smack bang on 11 a.m. Thursday, the 9th of February. We've got Ascot, Saturday, and the annual Cogent Up Picnic Meeting this Saturday, Terry. Full book for Tiana Robinson, I saw. Have you got a bowler driving down to, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to skin, skin Millsy and the local the boogies? <laughs> Scotty's doing Ascot and Pete's been uh, got the short shift and has to go out to coach them apparently. So, so yeah. see, see if we can get some even money juicing carrots yeah. with the 79 and a half. So you, Did you, you hear that? Sorry, Brad McManus actually got off at the right. So, <laughs> but he, uh, he turned it down, unfortunately. Come on, Brad. Be better at life, mate. Um, so, yeah, you heard it here first. McCormick bookmaking fielding at <laughs> Coach it up, up picnics on Saturday. We've got Crayfish Coast action to round out the weekend this Sunday. That's, uh, that's a Geraldton meeting to wrap things up. And don't forget, BJ, stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the Market City meets. Get out stakes. We gave you the winner last week. You only needed the margin. Mate, the, the margin would have, the 1 1 margin would have uh, got the chockies too. Oh, was it 0.1? It was 0.10. Zero, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember? Got a lot closer than anticipated. Did. Final couple of strides there, but I tell you what, I did a bit of work. Entitled to. Definitely want to back up off six days in that topic, Gutbuster. <laughs> Don't forget to stay tuned as well uh, as we have the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind Competition. We've got Sammy White. Tab Room, whatever his name is on Twitter, Tab Tab wood, White, wood, Tab, tab wood, wood, wood Tab, Wood Tab. We've got the Wood Tab taking on, and it's yeah, taking on Andrew Walker. What up, Walks? The Akinar Star Ilk and just a genuine, genuine, general shit talking book. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm looking forward to it. I don't know what I am, to be honest with you, but it's happening nonetheless. He's a real wild card, isn't he, Walks? So, yeah. uh, In all fairness, he's boy, not that much of a wild card because he's pretty consistent. Just buckle up. That's all, yeah. that's all I can oh, say. Oh, you need seatbelts. Just, just yeah. buckle up. You need seatbelts. Um, all right, what's happening in the Betfair ad? Jesse N, world for the Perth Racing Guru, Terry Lane. Yeah, I see that my Twitter blew up the other day. Apparently, you're in some Mate, first sort of, I heard of, some it sort of on Twitter, so. futures, futures competition. Yeah, that'll really suit me because we've got – yeah, I know lots about what's happening over in the uh, Australian Guineas over Eastern and whatnot. So now the little uh, little little um, competition. I think it's Miles versus Gareth, I think, or something of that nature. So yeah. I think I'll need to find the winner of the Quokka. I think that'll be my job. For I think comp, I so. think Brittany's got roped into one of the other teams. As oh, well, is she? As a, okay, as, a, as like a wild card okay. selection. So. Okay. Well, I'm gonna need pretty talent. That is, of course. Yeah, I'm gonna <clears> need to. Yeah, I think figure out the winner of the Quokka. So. I won't be Amelia's jewel. I'll be going for it. <laughs> I think. I think you should just say, "Well, don't." I think. I think the best thing you can do is just. Just. Uh, it's a good way in, to get Halatorian's name. In. It's a good way to get Halatorian's name in lights, isn't it? It so, is. Dearie me. I don't think. I don't think I'll be too popular with Miles though. When he, and we don't even get a. Um, we're not even in the top sixty <laughs> starters. Um, but yeah, no, just just podcast really for now, and just enjoying a bit of time off the uh, the riding. So this is where if you need to listen to this for six hours to get any of our mail at the moment, yeah. If you want to, get I'll your- do miles of show actually on yeah. uh, the Friday form lounge. That's what well. I was hoping. So if, you want, if you want, to, if you want a more condensed version, sorry, yes, yeah, so I forgot about that so form. Fridays, Fridays about nine thirty. I think it's live actually, so nine thirty uh, Friday mornings. Okay, WST. Enjoy. Enjoy yeah. the guru and Miles Switzer. Six from eight, they tell me on Twitter, for the Switzer at uh, Belmont yesterday. So Six from eight? Yeah, six no, eight. he, he was, uh, he he get, was messaging get, me, letting me know that he was Did he get your set? Did he get your set? 
couple. Yeah, okay. A couple. All right, so that's the guru. If you want any more of uh, the great man, you can uh, you can tune in to him and Miles tomorrow. But for now, one one reminders. Um, our podcast, the WA Racing Podcast, is available Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all other major platforms. So. Do us a favor, listeners, please download, important, subscribe, important, like, follow, do whatever you have to. And if there's an opportunity to give us a five-star rating, well, don't think, just do. All right. It's time for the Witten's Irrigation and Design Ascot Track Report. Whether it's racetrack, residential, or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. Terry. Uh, well, firstly, what did you think of last week's track? Did you think the fence... As we, if you watch Halatorian, we, we'd sort of given the instructions to, well, the instructions were misunderstood. I was down south, so I wasn't actually on course. Um, but the plan was to get off the fence in the straight, not the entirety of the journey. But if you watch Halatorian, I'm actually a horse off the fence, the entirety of it. I think the fence wasn't the spot to be again, but I don't think it was anywhere near as bad. I think they've done, you can see the improvement on yeah. that part of the deck. Like we saw uh, Stella Vistar in the last get up hard in the fence. I had a few others written down, which aren't in front of me. Crystal's it, dream got up on, on Crystal's the fence. Crystal's dream got up on second. the fence. It was um, um, there was there was a couple of others that just suggested. Now that that fence was actually not as bad. It's still not probably the best part of the track when the rails at the true or one meter pad. Um, but I think they're in, it's going in the right direction. So well done because that's been playing really poorly for a long period of time and diminishing early punter confidence. Um, but at the three meter pad, I'm happy allowing for a, a nice fair deck. BJ tends to play pretty well at the three meter pad, so I'm not going to overthink it. Warm again. Um, obviously, we're in the in peak summertime, so maximum of 30 degrees, so it's going to be hot and fast out there at Ascot on Saturday in the three-meter position. But you're right, it, it just felt like you were comfortable having a bet last Saturday. Um, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't feel like I spent too much time stressing about pattern as much as um, kind of have done um, throughout the Ascot season thus far. So um, heading in a genuinely positive direction, I think. Yep, so very much so. That's good. So Belmont, um, Belmont was sort of like that um, yesterday as well. We saw a couple of big runs play us, Patron and Azar from still, Mars, still, saw a couple of leaders. We saw the, the cutaway played pretty well earlier in the day. Is still a bit trenchy, Ascot? Potential, yeah. A little bit, uh, Belmont rather. Was, I yeah. saw it was very obvious on the vision yesterday, mm. especially when the, the sun was, was out. It was sort of like- There's less in the stewards report, so with horses finding issues with it. So maybe yeah. it could be aesthetically yes, definitely. displeasing. It's, it's definitely visually right there. So mm. hopefully there's there's no uh, safety issues with uh, with that moving forward. But it's definitely still um, obviously there in the uh, when you look on the vision. But, um, but yeah, so Terry, Witten's track report is done. We mm. might as well get cracking, eh? Yeah, we've got once again where we're only working here with the odds from 365 and Tab Touch are up. So we'll just quote Tab Touch for now, which is quite surprising, I thought. Uh, what's the time? About 11 a.m. I thought the rest would be up by now, but they are not. So we're just going to quote Brad Prices so Brad, um, Brad, they can Brad change drastically. Wait. He doesn't wait for anyone, does he? Just bang. Nah. Just bang. Nah, he's the boss. Mm. He's the boss. I was really surprised here. Race number one. BJ, mm. um, podcast, our horse, yeah. podcast, Eddie, own, Eddie Murphy's horse. Own the dream. Own the dream. Own the dream. Um, Odenaka going around the first, auspicious going around the first, mm -hmm. dominating the early market. Um, first of all, I think this is a fast for me. It's a 
complete and utter probably no bet race, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, Auspicious, obviously, was tremendous winning a 400-meter trial in great time. Brave Haley ran third in that trial, if you mm. look at that a bit deeper. And then was very impressive in a really quick time, the quickest two-year-old trial comfortably of the day and not really under that much sufferance from Brad Parnham. Sufferance from Brad Parnham. The only thing I'd say with um, Auspicious, just about diving in anything too crazy short, is it's a far different kettle of fish jumping from 10 on debut when you have to – I'm worried that everyone's a bit like, oh, auspicious, let's try and tail it, let's yeah, try and tag try and it, let's try and, try and tag it. Phone, if it yeah. finds a fence, it wins by panels, you know. But if if I didn't have a dime, the way it went against a lot of good men last start, they'd be mad if they didn't just jump and run and just let the horse go. I think Strummy's salute will come across but butt hand up and look for some cover. It's been going well enough, but – as shown, it can't win leading. Maybe back to the thousand, they could still be aggressive. Um, I thought Luke, Celeste, Celestial Fox was a bit telling. Yes. Yeah. And Celestial Fox is the other one who I think on its uh, last 400 meter trial. Holly goes on, which is interesting. That mm. might just be the affiliation with Dion. But you got to remember, she rode if I didn't have a dime at its last couple. And I, I'd imagine she was offered that ride. So that could be a good little push towards Celestial Fox as well. Mm. But well, I'll say with Auspicious, um, it just can be a different horse race, either having to breeze or if a couple of these take it seriously, like. Like Brad Parnham might have to try and tuck in or we just don't know. We just don't know. Like it's got good gate speed, but it's uh, over a thousand metres, two-year-olds. And it just takes one other one to kick up. And next thing you know, you've got to do something different to what you've shown in the trials. So, yeah. Um, and yeah, there's 80,000 and a lot of them West Speed as well, all, all on the table. So, exactly right. yeah, like, you know, with two-year-olds, you can't just be handing the jumping runners on a platter. Otherwise, you're running for second place. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, our one-one podcast on the dream horse, uh, Odenaka. No luck first up, as we've um, spoken about ad nauseum. But uh, he goes around second up. Um, We're definitely running. Uh, looks that way. Looks that way. Okay. Yeah. So not not exactly sure what the uh, what the big boss has, has got in mind, especially with the um, Magic Millions only seven days away. It's not really Steve's MO to back up two-year-olds off seven days. Mm. And we've already got a start, haven't we? We've already yeah, we're guaranteed a start. And okay. we're 1,200 back to 1,000 when it was important that we were first up at 1,200 because we thought he'd need the entire journey, which if you watch the way he raced was bang on. Yeah. So for me, this is – I'm just hoping we get held up the entirety again, to be honest with you. It's nowhere near a bet price for me. I think we could end so up – So at the being, moment, Brad bet three bucks. Yeah, and there was big money early as well. I noticed with Brad, I think it was something like 320 to 250. It looks like he's – rebounded that price yeah, now. Yeah, got as low as 240. Yeah. Which is um, – so obviously there was a few punters who they respected um, that have targeted Odenaka, which I'll take as a good thing for mm. our horse. Um, but for me, look, I I think Odenaka could end up being the best horse in the race, but this, at that price it's just not a betting proposition. Yeah, it could be me. the best, best run the race and run fifth. Yeah, yeah, it could be the best run the race and run last. It yeah. could be the exact same thing as last. And you know what? I just about cop that because it means we haven't had a gut buster. Yeah, fresh Magic Moons. Back. Yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah. In saying that, I was sort of 220 uh, auspicious and about 450 Odenaka. I was uh, I was 220 auspicious and I was $5 Odenaka. So, as much yep. as I've sort of barred auspicious or given it a little – not not this is not giving a knock. It's just being mindful. I thought it might go up $1.60. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, if it does get the 270 $280, I'm, I'm willing to have something on. That's sort of – yeah, a surprising bet price for me rather than just – it's funny, a lot of horses I've been trying to – I think I'm taking on recently 
um, they go up sort of above your price. You go, hang on, I was trying to take that on with my market and it's still going up above my price. That's when you know it's, well, probably, think, it's think, probably an investment. I think Velvet Queen ended up 220 top tote last Yeah, Velvet Weapon Sun yeah. was one. I thought, oh, let's take it on. When we did the podcast, I was talking about we're going to get $7 all my money and yeah. the Weapon Sun to be 280 And where it sounds like oh, I'm just all my money, all my money, but I was I didn't really end up backing Weapon Sun, to be honest with you. I, I had a little saver on at the 440, but I think there was $5 available. Mm-hmm. Um, what other horses? Wednesday? was one yesterday at, I sort of thought oh, I might look to take that on I just thought it would go up 2.30 Wednesday you know? when did yeah. it win? one on Tuesday yeah <laughs> one on Tuesday so it's just yeah I just I, I find it uh, fascinating the mindset of punting when you are looking to take one on and they go above your price that's often more of a sign to have something on even mm. if it's not above much above it and you often just try and take things on for just to be different you know just to be Anyway, the mindset, the the mindset of punting and the uh, the way our brains work is a, a fascinating aspect of the game, which probably hasn't been sort of studied enough. I'd, I'd love to learn more about it. So that, yeah, for me, it's yeah, and the market's got a two or ra- two horse race at the moment, auspicious Odenaka. A little bit concerned with Odenaka from two. If we're slow away, then we're where are we? We're in we're in we're in a pickle. So Sean McGrady will need to um, think his way through that situation. Uh, but hopefully the tempo's on, there's some separation, a few gaps that um, we, he can sort of poke through. Uh, outside of Auspicious and Odenaka who had the market, I think Celestial Fox is the interesting runner for me from the hot stable. Holly on, uh, showed good gate speed in its trial. Dion just gets some running over the thousand. Big improvement so, in seven days in the trials too. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Stable mate of Odenaka Worley Lass is is uh, nice enough playing God Philly. Um, look out for her um, in time. She could run a run a race. I don't think she's a she's a winning chance necessarily. But um, outside of that, there's a bit of form in the trials, but nothing that really sort of punches in the face and says just back me. So really, we're fingers crossed, praying everything for uh, uh, for Odenaka to uh, to run well and and then hopefully back up and be a chance in the major wins. I see that he's a uh, Third favourite yeah. in the uh, all-in market. That's probably my fault for, as I said to you, telling Brad how good we are <laughs> so many times. The bloke that does the market, that's not smart. But, uh, yeah, it's a good little race to kick things off. We'll, we'll, we'll know a little bit more. We'll know a lot more about Auspicious and a lot more about Odenaka. Um, yeah, and in, even if I didn't have a dime, crosses finds the front, front. You imagine that yeah. it's going to take some catch. I'm $8.80 if I didn't have a dime. I was $9. So I, was $9 yeah. I just I – just, it's the Holly booking which upsets me there. You know, yeah. that kilo and a half and the fact she's opted for – Another what price is so. Celestial Fox? Sixteen dollars. I was about yeah. sixteen. Yeah, I was about that. I was, I was about 16. sixteen. So good race not to bet in, which concerns me. And don't forget, Luke gave his a good little push before when yeah. we chatted to him. Yeah, it sounds like it'll, sounds probably, like it'll probably go around fifty to one, but it'll go back run on try and get some prize money, which then gets it into the field. I, I think I think Luke needs to have a look at that. I'm pretty sure Twister Gold's already in the Magic Millions. So okay, yeah. Um, so I don't. I don't actually think he needs to start tomorrow. But uh, have you anyway. seen the three year old Magic Millions field? Yeah, looks- that's horrible. That's a shock. A man crush. I think man crush is your early can we, favorite. Can we get Odenaka to run in both? Both. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, dearie me. Um, all right. So yeah, um, we'll, we'll we'll move on now to race <laughs> number two, the Tab Touch West Speed Platinum Series handicap. This is heat two um, of the series over twelve hundred meters. Ah, what have we got here? We've got Ain't No Other Man is the current market elect. 28 days between runs. Scratch last Sunday from we, Barrier 1. That, does that, con- that just looks concerning, doesn't it? Why are you scratching from the inside alley 
on oh, the because uh, Big H was in the race. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I just trained wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, nervous about taking on Halatorian. Yes, it is. And you reckon that looks a little bit? Yeah, it's a concern. A little bit sketchy. Yeah, mm. it's a concern. Um, but yeah, then you've got these horses that are sort of, you know, consistent. Don't win out of turn. Born to talk. War him and uh, some heavy hitters in the ownership there of some sort. Kelvin's just been sort of whacking away. Didn't mind its run the other day. I don't know. It's got it's got a funny feel to it. This race, especially with. With uh, the current price, ain't no other man two ninety. I don't think that'll necessarily be getting me, but he brings the best form to the race, in my opinion. Yeah, ain't no other man's a horse. I've just continued to take on, and it's continued to work in my favour. Start fate starts pretty short. Starts close to favourite nearly every time. Um, nearly every time he goes around, he was backed off the map against uh, Warm and Fuzzy that race with all the King's Men uh, a month ago, and he went super that particular day. But but while he's Sub three dollars more. He's just going to keep taking him on. He'll win one day without me, and mm. that won't. It'll still. Uh, I think I'll still be in front from not following all through that period. Uh, heap of speed in this race. I reckon that uh, the two draw on the widest might even cross and lead in Amber Highway in some sort. Might even get across. It's yep. fascinating what will happen. I reckon that both. I think wore him just paddles when leading. I think Warham will be a far better horse and watch its run behind Night Shift. It should have won about four or five starts ago. Um, I think Warham will be a far better horse with cover yeah. just behind him. I think it's got a little short, sharp turn of foot. Like Holly look, sits on it like it's going to win and kick away from win easy and it, it gives up the ghost pretty quickly. So that might be a sign of a horse that travels nicely just in behind the speed and just needs to be presented with 250 to go. So Breeze, Breeze last start. I think it can improve. Drops three kilos as well. Just just parked in just behind the speed as yep. well. So yeah, And I think Bourne to talk's the exact same horse. Yeah. I think it's a far better horse just with cover. Seven days, uh, 1,200 metres. This is when the money came last start um, and it won. So, look, for me, I, I can't really look outside those two. But in saying that, I'm, as you said before, neither of them are sort of massive winners. So, you are you going to, to do a back and save at sort of fours and fives? I've got them 354.80, but... Yeah, I'm not. I'm not desperate to 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 do that. To be honest with you, unless unless there's a bit more a uh, little, little bit more juice mm. in the uh, in the carton. I was five fifty. The pair of them, second favourite. So okay, I, yeah, I yeah. But again, I but again, I go into the race with ain't no other man poo pooing it. You know? I was four bucks. Ain't no other man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm five fifty. So yeah, very hard to mark a fourth favourite. I think I had Cable Boy like a Jaguar was good last start, but it simply can't go at twelve hundred traditionally. So you what about put Kelvin? it on through it and then. Nah, not for me from that gate. It's going to have to sprint past him. Like, this will be a three-wide line race, you'd suspect, with the amount of speed in it, though. Um, could even be some sort that's leading up a I would have loved to line. have seen twice a fortnight in a maiden. Twice a fortnight's probably not impossible mm. either, but it's- uh, 16 yeah. bucks. Yeah, it probably yeah. won't get me at $16 either. Tricky. So. Tricky little Westby yeah. Platinum here. Looking to back Born to Talk, save War him, I think. I'm looking to back. I was, yeah, I'm, the way that the market's shaping at the moment, I'll be looking to back War him. Probably. I can't see ain't no other man getting out to the price that I'd, I'd like it to be. So war him for me. And, oh, yeah. Born to Talk and war him have actually raced against each other a couple of times. They're very evenly not, matched. I yeah. went through them all yeah. as well. There's yeah. very little in it. There's actually a nice little weight swing towards war him. Yeah. Um, maybe there's just more trust in Born to Talk after seeing him win the other day. So that's why, I yeah, to be honest, I'm going to be guided by the market. I probably won't have an early bet. And I'll look at Betfair hoping your one gets smashed because mm -hmm. it often does ain't no other man. If it starts your 250, the next thing you know, you're getting 480 and 620 for those two. Yeah, fair. Yeah. I can do a little back and save ski or a little uh, little goose. Okay. You dink. All right. Little Robin Van Persie. <laughs> <laughs> little Rude Van Nistelrooy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Race three. Have you seen that interview with Steve McLaren? 
He's an ex-England coach. He went across and uh, coached, I think it was AZ Alkmaar or Feyenoord or I can't remember who it was. And he's being interviewed by the Dutch reporter who spoke English, but obviously just with her accent. And Steve, in response, because he's English, he starts like using her accent. He's like, how do you say, uh?" (laughs) ah? It's a proper halfwit. Steve McLaren, dearie me. Anyway. Uh, very good. Um, tab touch. Ha- uh, well, hang on, this is a new race now. What have we got here? They're spicing things up on us. This is race three. This is tab touch. Have you got the touch handicap? <laughs> have <over>? you? <laughs> have you? Have you got the touch handicap? Fourteen hundred meters. Um, this was a sixty-six plus advertised, uh, but it's actually a sixty-three plus, which mm. I guess kind of reflects the. The quality and depth of the field, 55 minimum over the 1,400 metres. Uh, not many would have missed the run of Planet Cash in a very strong edition of the Breeders' Classic at Pinjarra. Last start. What What do you – yeah, that's, that's, that's probably the most fascinating aspect to talk about in regards to that. Like Planet Cash was great. Gage, Gage Rhodes was so poor at its previous start. Yep. I know it won. But like, was it, and feels playful, was led and kicked, gone super was it horse on speed. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that wasn't as good. A, like Val Cicina was, that was a horse I ended up backing, by the way. It was about, for me, that was still the best run of the race. Where like beat the trip, yeah. working throughout. I just needed that one horse not to tuck in, have the cover, and it probably wins, I think. Um, I, think I, I don't know. I think that was Santorio. Santorio was coming across and yes. getting to the breeze. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, which exposed so, Val Cicina. Yeah. Yes. I'm, it's interesting how that form line um, will sort of uh, stack up going forward. It's the horse I like here, Cash. but yeah. I'm just um, interested to see how it uh, stacks up. Yeah, so it was a big win, three back. No, two, yeah, three back with Lucy Warwick on board, came from the clouds, basically down the outside fence at Belmont, very impressive. Then just sort of got, Chris Parnham went on, was set up last in a sort of muddling run race and way out of its ground and hit the line. It wouldn't look like it hit the line all that well on visually, if you went, but the sectionally it was excellent. Then it went to Pinjara and ran really well up over the fourteen hundred meters, ridden quite running on, sort of squeezing three through between runners. Um, yeah, and so cops a eight horse um, sixty six plus um, following third, that run. Third pair of runners, yeah, third pair of runners. I think minus looks thorough, good with Taj and Brandon on. I think naturally people will be willing just to sort of take those two on to some degree. Minus looks maybe I'm going to use the had its win theory now yep. up in weight. Um, I can definitely see White wins again. It's a it's a great looking speed map and thorough good for me is a seniors horse. Mm-hmm. I think it's really responded to the riding of as a party Pike and Parnham. I'm really surprised actually that uh, David Harrison hasn't stuck with Brad Parnham who doesn't have a ride in the race. So. Um, Looking outside of those, you got Rebel Zone who parks in behind him, Mr. Run at Pinjarra with yeah, the so abrasions. Was, yeah, it was a stable mishap yeah. near Ford and the abrasion. That was Pinjarra the 29th of January. So it was scratch. It was actually a good race for it that day. It was yeah, a it was good a dollar ninety. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. I'm not as usually scratching's like oh that's a big red flag. But I don't think that's the end of the world necessarily. Yeah. Um, just query on the the fourteen hundred perhaps for Rebel Zone to some degree. I remember over thirteen hundred. It looked like it had zero demerits and it got it quite easily. But zero demerits was low flying at that stage of proceedings. So. Um, yeah, look, this this is a good little race. You can make a case for for nearly all eight, but um, I'm gonna. You've got Planet Cash, and later on we'll talk about Gauge Roads. I'm gonna sort of hedge my bets. I'm gonna look to back Planet Cash here. Anything north of three dollars, I like this small field. I like the fact that Lucy 
seems to get along super with the horse. Um, I think it can land on the back of a horse like Rebel Zone, uh, peel out with it. And I think if the leaders stop, it's the one that's um, got the turn of foot to, to finish over them. Um, what, what price Planet Cash are you? I was I was 260, but my notes were – but I wasn't like a super, super, super confident 260. Mm. My notes suggest I'd love 350 to get <laughs> properly set. But I'm happy to have a, a smaller bet at three dollars plus. But to me, to get properly set for a good bet, three fifty plus. Three fifty. That's what I was as well. I was five fifty. The fellow three year old flyaway home as well. Uh, uh, I think we might vary on that price. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he was my second fave. Uh, I thought he's he worked the line nicely. First up, comes forward. Second up, unbeaten at fourteen hundred meters. He'll but he'll be behind Planet Cash in running. So it's going to be if Planet Cash lets down like it has done. Recently, it's going to be challenging for Flyaway Home to to get over the top of Planet Cash. All that I guess Stevie can hope for is maybe there's a satin black move, three wide line. He can tack on, get some momentum up, and get rolling. I like Flyaway Home as a prospect. I think he's a, going to be a genuine Saturday horse, and um, I think he's the for well, me. That, that win last campaign was against Man Crush and Santorio yeah. and one other that goes pretty well. Yeah, it was, it was, it was good a race. real good. It was a, it was from nowhere really. Yeah. It was twenty thirty to one. I think that day on Betfair, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a super win. Yeah, and even the start before, on reflection, he got beat as favourite at Northam. Leading. Uh, the, the winner of that race was a horse by the name of Queen Alina. Alina. Yeah. So, um, and that was leading at the mile. Leading at a different setup, you know. Yeah, but you find, yeah. that's what I mean. That's what racing young horses is about: finding their strengths. And I think Danny and Co will probably be looking to ride fly away home with cover. Going forward, yeah, it's good. Good race for for Flyaway Home, but Planet Cash is the, is the one three fifty for me would be a bet. Flyaway Home, the danger. Uh, I would have liked Rebel Zone has run into Carolee Rocks and Rear Admiral before being three wide, no cover, boxing on last start. But the, the twenty eight days between runs off a setback just means I just plonked it just behind those two three odds. So if I can get three fifty Planet Cash, that'll do me. Yeah, Planet Cash for me, and I'm looking to save. Uh, I only save if I can sort of see six, seven dollars Rebel Zone. I'm happy to get my money back, um, but it's all price dependent. Not too perturbed if I don't save. Were you happy with the um, with the inclusion of great one, the great one in this race? I wasn't actually, BJ. No, the great one was about a dollar twenty chance at Albany today, and. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, would like I would have loved Steve to do the double Saturday scratching. I can mark the great one out, <laughs> but anyway, it is what it is. It's got, by the way, the great one. The it's great one is going super. Yeah, um, in Albany, those last two runs with Rosie Mahoney on have been something else, and it's proven at this sort of. Um, in this sort of grade back in town as when, well. When so he's when don't, he's don't when he's right. discount, it's yeah. just the barrier, which is yeah. a bit cruel, you know. When he's right, uh, this is a this would if. Him at his best, this would be a really good race. He's at his best. Yeah. I think he's at his best. Yeah. That's the thing. So yeah. uh, if he gets out to a, a wild price, I wouldn't completely discount him. But uh, what's Brody Bragg go up? Uh, went up eight, no, nine rather. So it's about and 12. He's, and then he's 12. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Brad. Yeah. Um, right. you got to think, just, just sorry, before we move on from this race, looking at the market, I can't see where strong money comes besides Planet Cash. Minus looks is your second favourite. It's going to drift. Rebel Zone will stay about firm that price. Flyaway Home, I think, will drift a little bit. Um, just the fact it's going to be last in running. Thorough good with the apprentice going on. There won't be strong Actually, support. The great one from Albany, there won't be strong support. Satin Black, I think people are sick of backing it. And Call Again won't uh, be supported at well, all. So I, I, think, actually I, think I think Planet Cash will start 240. Actually, I don't think I'm going to get my 350, am I? No, I, think you, no. I think if you get the opportunity to bet at three plus, that might be, that might be uh, all she wrote. All right. Race four is the Crown Perth handicap. This is a, this is end up being a rating sixty eight plus over the twenty two hundred meters. 
and the horse dominating the market is the very much in form import casino 17 team williams and the pontiff goes on after william pike pike on just cry rode him to victory um his first victory in western australia uh over the 800 meters last start currently dollar 90 courtesy of brad bat yeah, this is one of a few races I don't reckon I've got a huge amount of interest in. Um, wanted to find bold success. I think it can run a really cheeky yep. race. I think they went a bit slow, and I think um, the that team was a, that was a super slow race. That's yeah, why that's casinos not bold, that's not bold successes go yeah, either. That's why Casino Seventeen was able to race yep. three wide no cover basically the entire or well, the majority and still sort of cream them late. Yeah, so. so I think bold success. There'll be some instructions to probably go a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. I'd suspect probably lead the race. Um, we saw last campaign doesn't have to be outside a horse. Like we thought in the past, it can actually just find the fence and run along. So Baltic Cessate in front, Casino 17 should be following it. Uh, always a query for me when they step up to the 2200. I, I looked back and it looks like it's been placed over the 2100 and on the dirt. Um, it looked like it was it was um, very interesting. Like it ran really well in some South Australian features. Mm-hmm. Um, even ran second behind a horse called Cherry Tortini, Tini, who's a good race man or was a good race man in Sydney and Melbourne in a Adelaide Guineas or a good race like that. And then from there, it went and had three runs in Darwin, including the um, 2021 Darwin, Darwin Cup. Cup. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Casino 17, I was just going through it last night. Team Williams is this horse's ninth trainer. Really? Very odd, isn't same, it? Same owner the whole way through? I'm not sure about that, but yeah, it's, it's been- He'd be a good bloke to train for. <laughs> me dead. Yeah, I was just like- incredible. Ninth trainer. Ninth. Yep. That's something, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, the way it beat almost the exact same field, it's impossible to go against, but I always have just that minor- uh, so I'm a dollar eighty five, so I'm pretty sure. I just have that minor sort of worry when they step up to uh, the trip for the first time. When I'm not sure how it will go um, at the journey, Baltic Success might be one run away, but can give cheek. Blazing away is only step past two thousand once for one win. Hasn't had much luck this campaign, but I th- also think it's probably a level below Casino Seventeen. A reliable star is a horse we will back. But we're going to wait for W Pike to come back in a couple of weeks. And I think we might be on the uh, reliable star train. And a watch on Pickless and your. I thought his last run was was good as yeah, well. But you stole you stole my uh, <coughs> the words out of my mouth there. Reliable star is just, just about ready to win. And Pickler, Meatloaf, Pickless. Yes, you took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, that's let's not sing the next part. The loaf. Yeah. <laughs> um, so reliable star and Pickless and your are the two horses that I want to follow out of this race. I'll probably. Bob up either one of them will probably bob up and win now. The other horse who I think is getting closer, but isn't its ascot record is not good at all. I actually thought Olden two starts ago was big and just had a torrid run. And the other way the last start it was um just sort of got caught up in a very fast tempo in that random Royal Schwarzier race. Yeah, I reckon that form line will really add up as well. CJP going on will, will help. They might just lead. Maybe. And then bold success pops to the breeze. Yeah. I thought maybe Roman Flirt might try something a bit different on Saturday. It was better last start, yeah. Roman Flirt. Yeah. For, for Trevor, yeah, for the big toe. But it looks looks set up perfectly for another Casino 17 victory. It does rise four and a half kilos, but um, has, right. a, has a bit of quality to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, considering some of these horses are not quite there. Reliable star, Piccolis and you are the big watches for me. Yeah. I, yeah. Ugly race. Casino 17 should win. Okay, uh, let's take a break, Terry, because mastermind time. Can't wait for this. Um, buckle yourselves in, punters. All right, BJ, it is now time for the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind Competition. 
Can't wait, Terry. The Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located up on Jacoby Street in Mundaring. If you're in the neighbourhood, make sure you drop into the Mundaring, say good day to the publican, Ian Butchie O'Connor. Let him know that you listen to the 1-1 one, one and uh, he'll take the best of care uh, with you and your crew. Feed, flutter, froffies, family atmosphere up there on the big deck. And uh, actually, Butchie had one trial during the week. It was called Yonga Lass. So mm. um, might be stepping out soon. So maybe another winner for uh, Butchie Investments uh, moving forward. So good luck to the great man. So we've got a ripping mastermind clash ahead, Terry. <laughs> Let's bring in last week's winner, our carryover champion, the current mastermind, Sammy White. Morning, fellas. How are we? Yeah, very well, Sammy. Very well. How's your week been as the uh, as the reigning mastermind taking down a big scalp in Jordan Turner? Yeah, big scalp. Huge, huge. Actually, had someone on the races come up to me and say, "Mastermind." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I reckon he's being serious. Yeah, probably. I don't, I don't think that's a joke personally, <laughs> but I think that's quite serious. So. Um, no, it was yeah. serious. Yeah, well, that's, that's part and parcel of it, isn't it? He was good last week, wasn't he? Survived Ooh, a late yeah. surge from Geordie and he was. steadied and yep. got the chockies. So yep. good work, Sammy. Now a dual mastermind, but um, you're going to have your work cut out for you today, Sammy, because back by popular demand. Who demanded he- him? <laughs> Who demanded him? That's the question. I don't know if anyone the general demanded population, him. Mate. I, think, I think this we is called some, we des- some, desperation. We had some anonymous phone calls ringing and saying, get this bloke back on. It's Andrew. What up, Walks Walker? G'day, Walks. How are ya? What's happening? Uh, it's good to uh, it's good to have you to have you back on uh, back on Walks. Uh, unfortunately, you couldn't get the chockies last time you're on the show. You're expecting a more positive outing now. You got the run under your belt. Yeah, yeah, bit like a trial, mate. You know, just tighten me up. Should <laughs> <laughs> be fit for the run. It was, uh, it was getting the Cripper last time, wasn't it? Walk, yeah, walk and do you know what? Yeah. what? What a fitting... I used spoon fed in the fucking detail, trust me. <laughs> I'm not still spoon. not over that bloke. Ian Shield, eh? I still haven't forgotten about that. <laughs> I see that guy, eh? <laughs> and what a, what a week to have you on. What a week to have on What Up Walks with some sort Owned, part owned by What Up Walks and uh, D Cripps and D Hollingworth and uh, I don't know all, if any of the other ones big, are in All it. the heavy hitters. Coming back to the track, you must be really excited, uh, Andrew, to see some sort <laughs> back to the track after a year off. You'll Gary, be, you'll be you there, what, I'm sure. I'll tell you what, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what I was more excited for was seeing Dig Deep retired, mate. What happened? Did RSPCA <laughs> give you the little tap on the shoulder and say, hey, bud, animal cruelty, you can't actually race a horse 75 times consecutively? <laughs> Hey? <laughs> I love it. There's just no holds barred. There's just no holds barred. Good to see the cam gone, mate. So what, what type of performance are we expecting from some sort on the weekend, Andrew? Oh, probably about as good as I'm about to go in this. <laughs> Ping the lids and just fade like, hey. <laughs> It's actually, uh, actually not a bad race for some sort on the weekend. So. Oh, I don't reckon it'll beat a horse. <laughs> yeah, it's a good gate as well. It actually won't yeah. beat a horse home, so. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. <laughs> Boys, are you, you going to be there on course, though, Andrew? You didn't let me know. Uh, I'll leave it till late, mate. Oh, yeah, we'll see how it all plays out. But. <laughs> He's not going to be there. <laughs> he's, a scr- he's a part-time he's, supporter. He's a scratcher. Didn't miss one of Dig Deep's 77 runs in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, well, I didn't see you at Mount Barker that time when I, you know, when it was going around for its 370th run. Yeah, w- weren't you down there? Yeah, yeah. I was just trying some, because it's Grapes and Gallops Day, mate. I was just trying some of the grapes to uh, to get over what just happened at the Gallops. 
<laughs> There's not enough fucking grapes in the world to get over that, mate. Trust me. <laughs> All right, gents. Well, you both uh, you both know how to play this game. Your names are your buzzers, and to be crowned this week's mastermind, you need to be the first to answer three questions correctly. And cats back to me, isn't it? It is. Challenger, are you ready? Yes. Mastermind, are you ready? Yeah, mate. Three, two, one. All right. Who am I? Walks has already thrown me. I'm only asking one question. While my career was cut short, I still managed to win a tick over $500,000 from my 15 outings. My name is a noun. I only won three times in my career with William Pike aboard me for all three. I had two trainers, Grant and Alana Williams, before Adam Durant took over for the final race of my career. All three wins were under the tutelage of Grant and Alana. My final race, uh, start for Adam Durant, was in the 2019 Northerly Stakes when I ran last. It was a race won by the Velvet King. I competed in a railway stakes. I won a WATC derby, but I may best, may be best remembered for being chopped down in the shadows of the post by Peter Hall and Star Exhibit in the same colours as I was wearing. Lights, camera. The Peter's horse, obviously. Action, walks, action. (laughs) 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 Oh, me. What a shit show. No. What a shit show. He got there. Was. Walks is off to a flyer. He's off to a flyer. Well, like, I, I almost don't think we give him that point because he said action before he said his name. And oh. I'm and I just want to stir him up, roll him up. He's like a, a bee's nest. He he jumped out the lids like some sort on Saturday, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> that was the fucking worst question. Be- before they uh, opened the gates. Didn't didn't Hawley um give you a little pre Perth yeah. Cup jibe recently? He did, yes. He sent me a little message of uh yeah, just a picture of uh, him going past action. He <laughs> One of his favourite ones, actually, just to remind me that I did my ass on action after having the, the big early price. But, uh, yeah, action. How, how good go. is it that all these years later he still remembers and thinks thinks that thinks of you on that day? That's fantastic. Do you, do you remember, Walt? Who ran second to the Velvet King in the 2019 yeah, Northerly Stakes? Is that you feeding me a question? <laughs> just wanted to remind you. Well, I knew that would, I knew you wouldn't remember who ran last in that race, so it wasn't giving you a no, all I remember is late cosmology costing me a group trade. <laughs> all right. Walks is uh, up and about. One Sammy White yet to score. Okay. Come on, Sammy. We don't want him on next week again. Once is enough. Every, every, every six months. All right. Name, name the three WA Group 1 races Kiss and All Four Cheats has been placed in. Sam. Sammy. Sammy. Um. Need him straight away. One. Yeah, away and the winter bottom. Correct. Yeah, very Correct. Uh, for the old trick question, didn't you, BJ? Kissing all four cheeks, uh, of yeah. course, been confirmed for the Morton Racing slot in the Quokka in a couple of months from now. That was this morning. Okay, one all. Obviously, the Gold Rush isn't a group one. Correct. It's a group three, Correct. despite it being worth one and a half. So. Yeah, worth three, worth three times more than Perth good, Cup. Good question. So go figure. Anyway, okay, race three. Name the two horses. Name the two horses to beat home Santorio and all the King's men in last year's Hawks. WA Guineas. Yeah. Hawks. Last year's WA Guineas, did you say? Yes. Oh, you, mm, you got to open your ears, Walks. 
I'm going to put the countdown on early here as well. Amelia's Jewel. Three. And Two. Life's Up Hill. Ah, oh, incorrect. You're better than that, Andrew. <laughs> incorrect. You're better than that, Sammy Andrew. Sammy for the steal. Three. Amelia's Jewel and Buffler. Oh, oh Sammy. See. That's what? <laughs> That's why you're still a class one Gallagher, Andrew. <laughs> All right. What's hit, what has hit the front? Two, one. Okay. Name the last jockey not named William Pike to win aboard Halatorian. Walks. Walks. I'm going to say Chris Parnham. Nah. Incorrect. Over to you, Sammy, for the steal. Three. Google search. Two. One. TJP. No. Incorrect. The recently departed. Can we keep having a crack or how does this work? No, that's over. <laughs> <laughs> Have you finally looked it up now? <laughs> yeah, I do have to say. I've got it. It's Halatorian, not Halat, by the way. That's the, okay. um, yeah, no, that's how you would have cooked it the first time. So the recently departed Brad Rawiller uh, has two wins on Halatorian mm-hmm. uh, and William Pike has three. Okay. Where are we at here? All right. Who is the name of Peter? Sorry, start again. Start the question again. What is the name of Peter's Investments' new Victorian private trainer? Walks. Walks. John John Lake Jr. Oh, he even got the junior. He even got the junior. Ah! He even got the. What did you call him? Uh, The pisser. The pisser. (laughs) The pisser. Yeah. (laughs) Worst trainer in Australia. Worst trainer in Australia. (laughs) Until you take your license. He's not a private trainer, but. Wow. Settle down, buddy. Wow. Hang on, little protest. (laughs) No, you know know what we meant, Sammy. Too old. He's getting nervous. He's getting nervous. Oh, BJ's at a There's going to be something said about that if uh, if Walks wins this last one. (laughs) Too old again. That's what we need. Good luck, lads. Keep your mouth shut, Andrew. (laughs) Okay. Name the Perth trainer who has a remarkable current Metropolitan winning strike rate of 26.9%. Walks. Walks. Down Lou County. Oh, oh, no. Oh, 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 no. Some sorts of moral you now. I get that, did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the double. What boy? Let's Imagine uh, the double, yeah. though. Imagine uh, Mastermind all up some sort. What a uh, weekend for Walks. Hey, oh, yeah. Yeah. This, is, this has thrown me. Congratulations, Walks. That was impressive. Off the canvas, got your nose oh, in mate. front late, saluted. What we do. What we do, mate. <laughs> Business as usual. Oh, dearie, mate. <laughs> That's great. Hey, Sammy, uh, good fight, mate. Good fight. Uh, Are we going to see a protest about that second last question going forward, Sammy? I love a good protest. I love controversy <laughs> on the mastermind. Nah, I'm all right. I'll, I'll lose graciously. His flamboyant for throwing me off the shore. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. You get to flamboyance. Flamboyance. Rent free, you reckon? I, I tell you what, Sammy, if the, whoever was in charge Flame of the uh, River Rubicon protest at Mount Barker, if he was in charge, you might be a chance. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Mate, that had to be upheld. That had to be upheld. <laughs> you might be a chance, but uh, to the winner goes the spoils, and he's on top of the WA racing world this morning, Andrew Walker. He's our new mastermind. Terry, how good? 
yeah, I don't know if it's that good because now <laughs> I've got to do it all again. You coming back in seven days, Walks? We'll see, mate. We'll see what's on offer. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I reckon there'll be some challenges coming out. I want D Hollingworth. I want that's who we want. I want D Hollingworth next week. All right. Well, I'll tell you what's on offer. There's a walks. There's a one hundred dollar gift voucher to the Mundaring Hotel. We'll pop that in the mail for you, Sammy White. Always welcome here at the one one. You're a star, mate. Thanks for giving up your time this morning. But we'll be chatting again to you, walks, in seven days to defend your title. Thanks, mate. Thanks, lads. (laughs) See you guys. See ya. We're going to do it all again next week, Guru. Mm, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, yeah, mixed feelings about that. Tell you what, there's a, he gets you, he wakes you up, doesn't he? A little bit sleepy <laughs> this morning, to be honest with you. I might need a second coffee, but I feel like I've just had six coffees on that one phone call. So, <laughs> yeah. Now, good performance. I'm going to give him that as well. It was a good performance, too. He, uh, he, I'm surprised it took so long to get action. I thought with the, uh, the Derby and then the Derby. Is it Derby or Derby? What How long ago is that now? 2019. Oh, no, hang on, no. 2019 was his last start. I think it was a 2017 derby, I would say. Um, but, yeah, star exhibit sailing through, 40 yeah. to 1. Brings back fantastic memories, doesn't it? Extremely good memories, yeah. <laughs> memories I like to read regularly. Watch the replay, listeners. If that wasn't like Hand of God stuff on uh, star exhibit, uninterrupted run from last through the field mm-hmm. and nabs us. And when does, Pi- when does Pikey get grabbed on a sit and sprinter ever? On Pikes head on no, the and they did. But the thing with action, there was a lot of discussion about the best way to ride the horse. And I remember going into it, it was sustained run, big loping fellow. So there was nothing wrong with the ride whatsoever. It's just a- Genius from Hall. Yeah. I think, I think action was a nice horse, but ne- never quite as good as the market often um, had him in um, sort of from an SP point of view. But anyway- Walks. Walks was as good as the market had him from I tell you what, point of view. He uh, he he comes on strong, and I think he might have just rattled Sammy White a little bit. And, uh, <laughs> he rattled me. <laughs> rattled, rattled, me. Daddy rattled me. I wonder yeah. if he's rattled the listeners as well, because <laughs> stay tuned. you got another week of, uh, of Walks coming up, listeners. But uh, let's get back to the show, eh? Uh, we've all managed to regain our composure, Terry, after uh, what up Walks <laughs> And Sammy White and the mastermind, that was uh, incredible stuff there. It'll take me a week to read that one, <laughs> probably, I reckon, and then it will just happen again. Well, we needed something to get us excited because mm. uh, we hit a bit of a flat spot in the card, that's for sure. Um, that last race and this race is is uh, a little bit little bit of a fizzer as well. We've got the, the eight runners, Acromantula, the leader, a bit, bit stiff over 1,200, held up at a crucial stage with PyCon. Um, that was a scenic bar stakes last start. Uh, should be able to good, find Good sh- thing for connections, was it? Sort of said, hang on, I'm ready for the 1,200 now. Yep. It's always pinged as a 1,000 metre or so. Exactly. So opens up some programming opportunities for him if mm-hmm. he can be um, successful at, at the six furlongs. But Acromantula leads. With, yeah, with a sit yeah. as well. Seats, uh, Strathmore Rose was the Fitzpatrick plate winner, then came out and ran a ripper in the Miss Andretti. Gun Metal Grey, fresh, ran super in against high-quality mares in group enlisted company. Um, last carnival. And, of course, you got your warm and fuzzies on the quick backup after getting gassed by Alatorian. Mm. Last Saturday, created first up. And the earmuffs go on uh, pink carrots, drops three kilos, draws a gate. I don't know about that horse. And there's a couple of others in the race as well. But any thoughts on race five? No, nah, nah, I don't know about any of these. Yeah. Like, I don't want to back any of these horses. Like, Have a look at the market. Um, Acromantula is real short. And just with Strathmore and in the race, you sort of go, gee whiz, is it going to um, get it softly out in front? I think it serves favoritism. Lead, run, kick, but the 1,200 metres, Taj as well. You don't have the senior on. Um, yeah, just a few little 
funny bits and pieces. Our win spirit was super last start, drops down to the 1200 though. I think Gunmetal Grey will be popular with all the speed in the race, three wide line coming into it. Ross Price has now had two winners after a long- um, Yeah, in a bit of form. Yeah, fine yeah. touches one for him twice after a fairly long time out of the winner's circle. It's doing the little drop back of 40 days to the 1200. It goes well off the 1200, but it's a difficult way to win still coming from, from last or 40 days when your last run was at 1800 meters. But respect the setup and respect how it could go. But there isn't a horse I really want to back here. I thought Creator's trial was really good, mm. but I, I see Creator as a horse best finding the front over 13, 1400 meters. So there just isn't a horse I really want to back here. So I actually didn't even do a market here and just said, you know what, I'm going to sit this one out. The only horse I want to be on is Gunmetal Grey. Mm-hmm. Price-wise, that crow's too short for me. Um, I th- was thinking Gunmetal Grey was a – Four fifty five dollar pop okay. in this race. Hope you're um, right. The only price I with Brad, I took his eight fifty this morning. Yep. Purely, uh, purely as I thought, it looked maybe slightly wrong, but yeah, had no idea. Yeah, that that's that's the way I'm going here. Gunmetal Grey has showed outstanding closing speed. All last preparation, actually, his fresh run last prep, I think it was a was a thousand or something like that. It just leapt out of the ground uh, behind hammer mill yep yeah leapt out is she a nonny now you look at her statistics 28 starts for nine seconds three wins it's a bit cons- insane that she's run second to alsafina bazoom and that run there was behind hammer mill she went super that day as well so yeah well she's run fourth in the latrice alsafina velvet queen plan marika um but yeah freshened up and just with the i noticed a few of the bunbury trainers have been been uh punching home a few winners lately so okay. um yeah, for, for Ross Price, horses are starting to race better. Uh, so that run I'm referring to, yeah, it was a 1,200-meter race. Uh, Hammer Mill won, but Gunmetal Grey just ripped a heap of ground off that horse late to run it to a half-length fresh. So I can imagine this small field really suits as well. Mm-hmm. Called up Pontiff, get, getting in the lanes down the middle of the track. Uh, Acro kicks, Strathmore Rose gives a kick, but I think Gunmetal Grey is the closing speed to get over the top of them. Fascinating one. For me, I, I will probably have a bet. If we see them making ground on the day, that, yeah. that will probably really increase confidence for a horse like um for a horse like Gunmetal Grey. All right. Race six is the Aaron Chelwell handicap, 1600 meter graduation. We got a minimum here of uh, 54.5 kgs. Earlier in the show, we spoke about the run of Planet Cash in the Breeders' Classic, ran fourth behind um uh, all the Kingsmen on that particular occasion. The other flashing lights run in the race was Gage Road, who Rhodes rather, who came from well back for a slashing third with Pike on. Gage Rhodes is the current market elect in race six of the day. Currently three dollars in from four fifty. Bradbet. So they've dropped Travis Head. Oh, so the eleven is out for the uh, the first test. Mm. What do we got? Uh, they've picked Renshaw and Hanscom at five and six. Is that right? Yeah. And they've Doesn't got head bowl a little bit as well? Head's bowling. Like, he's probably the most underrated part-timer on the list. I think with two offies, they've picked Murphy and Lyon, so I'd suggest they're thinking that uh, so no agar. they won't need a third. No agar, no. So I presume Labashane will bowl a few overs, being the only one spinning it away from their right-handers. Cam Green? Hey? No Cam Green? No. Yeah. He couldn't bowl. I yep. think he'll play in the second test. All right. There you go. There's the test update. The guru's looking perplexed. I'm a bit, bit upset Travis heads out. <laughs> and the thing is, you want combative players over there as yeah. well. 
He goes in there and has a go from ball one. No, we're fucked. <laughs> and George Bailey, like, I really like George Bailey, but some of the shit they do. Deary me. Come on, DJ. You've upset me now. All right. Aaron Chowell. Chowell? Chowell. 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 Um, what are we doing? What race is this? Race six. Yeah, so Gage Roads is the current market. Mm. Like three dollars. And we've got a Peters Investment three-year-old filly, uh, Ocean Queen, CJP, Michael Grantham. Next in line, Birdie Eagle. Hasn't had a lot of luck recently, I don't think. Then you're running into your Cisco Joes, your Fear, Fear the Winds, and then upwards others from there. Yeah, uh, I'm sort of happy to take a couple on here. I'm not sure about Ocean Queen as a horse as yet. So the Cerise and White Vortex and Fear Factor isn't quite there for me. So pretty content to sort of look around Ocean Queen. Um, Gage Roads is fairly short. I It it won a couple starts ago at $1.40 and it sort of lost me that day with that win. I thought it was a really disappointing win. It's That's probably harsh. Maybe yeah. it just wasn't at its best for one one day, or which obviously was the case. Um but Pike sort of goes off here. I think what they'll learn from last start, which was clearly its career best run, is maybe this horse is better ridden really quietly. So what I'm expecting from Barrier 4 is even Paul Harvey to take a, a bit more of a hold out the gates, which could also find it in a bit of a in a bit of a pocket without William Pike. So look, now it's into sort of three bucks or so. I'm I'm sort of happy to look around it. And if you go back with Gage Rhodes um, and you have a look at its run versus Fear the Wind on the 4th of January, yep. uh, I reckon Fear the Wind was a better run that particular day. I've always really liked Fear the Wind. Uh, I know a lot of us had a fairly good result last start when um, they went forward and gave us that three deep the trip on a track you wanted to be closer to the fence. It wasn't a strong class one, but Yarralee was pushing Crystal Dream to some degree. So it's not the worst form reference in the world. Alan Kennedy wouldn't be getting down to 57 for nothing, I dare say. It's the lowest he's ridden at for quite a while and we'll probably see double figures each way. So um, with some speed drawn out wide and uh, an interesting race in that sense, there's a big chance of being a three wide line or a bit later in the day and sort of happy following up at, at sort of an each way price for it's the wind. It's interesting with Gage Roads how draws a gate um, two starts ago, posses up, lower grade, just falls in and then up in grade, strong tempo with the draw, you just take your medicine, go back, hope to run on, yeah. see what happens. And it's, it's, it's just a different mindset going into that race where, um, and Maybe they found something out about him. Maybe um, that he just loved that tempo that was on that particular occasion because um, the feels playful, set a really good, mm-hmm. good, good, strong pace up front. Um, but it's interesting if he had drawn a gate in the Breeders' Classic, they might have bounced him. And, yeah. you know, so it's interesting what, what you can learn, um, you know, not necessarily by design. So I think it's something we don't. It's something I'm going to say I've been, I reckon, a bit sloppy on in recent times. Did you forget? Like some horses can settle last and win and lead and win slow tempo, hot tempo, but some horses need the exact type of run. Yep. Like Birdie Eagle's one of those yep. Neville Parnham runners, right? That needs to park 1 1, leaders back. I prefer, I think it's far better with cover, um, get out and go. It's like a very simplistic, not a big turn of foot, but it can sustain that speed. You prefer a, um, and, and it can, it settles nicely and, and off it goes. Um, while. But if it gets, if it gets everything 
it's favourites, you probably can't beat it. Do you know what I mean? That's the, yeah, that's exactly theory. right. But yeah. from barrier eight here, it's 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 a bit more difficult to get everything sort of in its favour in that uh, in that sense. So yeah, it's just just the particular aspect that each horse sort of requires, or most horses require to win is um, it's fascinating. We used to talk about it when bow count broke open fields mm. and say, so well, who's going to be suited by a bow count race, or who's going to be suited by a Kerm and Rock tempo and Castillo de Lago type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly right. So anyway, so fear the winds, um, the one that. Um, I reckon I'll get uh, $10 plus throughout for an each way little bet. Um, a few others over my prices. Like I think Speedy Miss got further back than they wanted last yeah, start. I thought absolutely. it hit the line really nicely alongside yeah. a couple that sprint okay. Like down, actually, if you watch down force well. on the rail. And yeah. Actually began well, just yeah. got shuffled. Got so, shuffled, yeah. yeah. Every day I'm shuffling. And um, Holly going on for Brad. She keeps those type of horses on a reasonable tempo. This should be a, a well-run race because I presume Danny's gone for Taylor Childs from the outside gate with the low weight just to run them along, jump and run. So it should be a pretty um, strong tempo here. So I think it can run a race. So, I don't know how many wins Speedy misses got in it. That win against Wee Ripper was a well uh, planet sort of aligning type setup, you know. Um, Cisco Joe, I thought, had the favours last start. There was a race where they banched, it followed the right horses, and it just plotted along into third. Goes okay. Kira Jewel win one, but not this one. What do you think um, of Border Force? Border Force, I had something on with Brad at the $21 this yeah. morning. I was 10, 11. Uh, I don't know if it's got the killer blow, but uh, it, three starts ago, watch its last 100. It came again. Two starts ago, no held up the entirety. And then last start, it sat deep. Um, three wide And it kept coming. It looks yeah. really tough and honest. I don't, I don't know if it's got that killer blow, but I do like Brandon to Lacta. So it's a another one. So I, I'm sort of double the price or $5 or so gauge roads, which is sort of giving me an opportunity to spec a couple of others here. But um, good wide leg of the quaddy. I'd be going sort of Birdie Eagle, Speedy Miss, Fear the Wind, Border Force, Gauge Roads. That'd be it. Take on Ocean, Cisco, Canny. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to be sort of loitering on Betfair. I think the money's going to keep coming for Gauge Road. Yeah. So we might. That's a good. That's the best be part out, when you know money. Three or four win bets. And yeah, things, and so. build a little book. That's yeah. the best part when you know money's going to come for one. You sort of definitely can win. Definitely, yeah. definitely can win. But you're sort of happy to take on. You're like, and you know it's going to be the well-supported runner. You're like, yeah. well, I'll just let it keep coming and um, yeah, pop around it. Yeah. So horses, I'm sort of eyeing off. Listeners, kind of your border forces. Birdie Eagle, Fear the Wind, and I'll probably have something on Mountain Ash if they're running. Mm. Um, so, what price is it? Uh, Mountain Ash is where are 14. We, 14. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, if it's one of those days where you can roll along and pinch a, pinch a lead, then uh, might be able to just get them get them huffing and puffing and chasing. So uh, they're the sort of horses that I'm, I'm floating around, but definitely just be hanging around uh, Betfair just to see what the exchange has to offer. You did mention the um, the lack of velocity in the Cerise and White Vortex at the moment, Guru. Mm. Just uh, I'm sure most of the listeners are aware, but there is a bit of Cerise and White action at Sandown on Saturday. Yeah. That's so Western Empire is uh, going to go around third up, I think, in the CF All Stakes, 1,400 metres, uh, 80 to 1, 60 to 1. Bit of a whisper on Twitter. There was I tried – apparently the jump out was super. I tried to find the footage, but I uh, I couldn't find it. We'll All find I needed to do was read that tweet, and I thought, you know, I'm going to go. That was from Trap Newton, have- yeah? I think it was. Uh, I can't remember yeah. what it was. I just thought if Western Empire is going around at 70 to 1 and someone's telling me its last um, unofficial hit out was super – I'm going to have something small on. I'm going to also have something. Why not? Yes. I expected it to run last probably, but I couldn't get at that price. It doesn't cost you much. No, I tell you what, if he gets it right for one race, 
<laughs> and we're not, and we're not, and we're not on it. <laughs> and, it's more, and it's more than ten bucks, yeah. <laughs> let alone eighty to one. And so. uh, the other runner for John Lee Jr. and the uh, the might of the cerise and white is Bright Diamond. Carly Neffel. The heff. That's madness. <laughs> I saw her ride one last Saturday. She had an absolute treat. Yeah. Saluted, sand down. You so got to sit and sprint till you put a senior on for me. Bright Diamond yeah. uh, is in the race nine, sand down. They're struggling, aren't they? Who's that? The Bob's horses with. Um, haven't, haven't fired yet. Haven't fired yet. Superstorm, Western Empire. Showmanship. Yeah. No, I don't know if showmanship has raced yet. Has it raced Try. Yet? I heard it trialed poorly. Right. Again, I couldn't find any footage. If anyone's got any footage of that Western Empire jump out, I would like to see it. But. And, um, of course, uh, the uh, Sean and Jake Casey have plenty of runners in it. That's mm. on a Saturday. But, importantly, they have the unbeaten Brave Halo in the Blue Diamond Prelude for Colts and Geldings. Damien Oliver booked 350 equal favourite at the moment with the with the markets. Mm-hmm. So, um, was he three from three in WA? Brave Halo um, looks outstanding. They've gone on, gone over there to have a crack. So, good luck to them. Yeah, good on them. Fair yeah. bit happening. They've travelled horses well before as well. Yep. Fair yep. bit happening for uh, from a WA point of view Happen. over in Sandown. On the, on the ill side. Plenty happening. Yeah. So, good luck again to the Casey's there and uh, Wally Daly. And, um, yeah, we'll be tuning in. Wheaton's Irrigation and Design. They're the irrigators of choice for the West Australian racing industry. Owner-operator Craig Witten has extensive experience working on racetracks across this great state, especially in his role as irrigation technician on the hallowed turf at Ascot and Belmont Park. Craig and his team also specialise in designing and delivering projects for commercial thoroughbred and standardbred racing properties. Check out Witten's Irrigation and Design on Instagram and Facebook and get in touch with Craig. So whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. Race 7, the Morley Growers Market Challenge Stakes, 1,500 metres. Um, usually a pretty good horses race, this one. Um, last year, Tricks of the Trade won, went on to win a railway stakes to, uh, three years ago, Superstorm won this race. He went on to uh, to two Group 1 victories in Victoria. So, um, stepping stone to further autumn three-year-old features. And we've got some good ones going around here, Terry. Santorio, All the King's Men, Admiration Express, Resuming. Feels playful. Looks like Mitchie Pateman's got one there that goes pretty good. So, Hey, speaking of Mitchie Pateman, oh, just, just got a little text. Obviously, uh, without spoiler, oh, it's too late to spoil late. it anyway. Yeah. Uh, what Up Walks has got the chockies earlier. He's obviously just got onto probably everyone on his contact list and said, hey, lads. How good am I? And uh, Mitchie Pateman just messaged saying, I want walks next week. I want walks. So how's that? We've got a matchup lined up. Already? Yeah. Sorry, Hollingworth, you're going to have to wait. Yeah, yeah. Cool your jets, Dane. Yeah, Walker versus Pateman. Walker versus Pateman. That'll okay. be something. I, I want walks. Is that what it said? Theory, mate. I want him. I want walks. Yeah. I got him. I think he's going to wipe the floor with him, I believe. So. <laughs> oh, hang on, it might have been walks going to wipe, wipe the floor with Pateman. I'm not sure there. Very yeah, I reckon there'll be some big games talked. All right, can't wait for this one. Mm. All right, Walker versus Pateman on next week's edition of the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind. Challenge stakes, what are we thinking? Is this the Paul, Paul Huckle stakes? <laughs> uh, yeah, look, on a, on a day where, um, and I know that we, uh, I think we're going to concur here. We're going yes. to be in a uh, in a line here, we um, don't like a huge amount on the day. I must admit, I really don't like very little. But I, I, I just, I am taken, BJ. I am taken by Admiration Express. So those trials, I know when it's last trial, they only beat a bunch of stayers. But I love a horse that can jump. 
travel and let down. Obviously, that's it's a fairly nice combination to have. But relax as well. Relax is yeah. that's the key. That's the key is relaxing. And and the trial of a nine fifty against no apology who's gone okay um, in its fresh runs. A yeah. nine fifty wouldn't think it'd be a suitable journey. Um, and then the the most recent trial, they just they were superb trials. I. I think all the King's men – well, I'll start on Admiration Express. If you go back through its short career to date, it was super with Tashon on debut. Found a bit of trouble um, when running second, uh, and that horse ended up being my Bella May over 1,100 metres. It doesn't read too badly now, and Taj was on that day, and it was a more inexperienced Taj at that stage of proceedings. Uh, we all – we were laughing uh, in a maiden on the 3rd of November. All of us were uh, clambering in anything, I think, from about 320 into $1.80, and the $1.80 was still a good price. <laughs> yeah, I was on – did not see an inch of air. It would have won by uh, half of the straight and then obviously comes out and wins a group three, beating Laced Up Heels uh, at her following outing. Um, just just think she's – I think she's a potential group one horse. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. I think she's got real star quality written all over her. She can jump, I think. She's real good. She might end real. up in the breeze, but I think she can probably hop on the back of Santorio. If you watch all the King's Man, everyone, I think there's going to be a, an opinion. It'll just land behind the speed, but it hasn't stepped first or second up. So allowing for that to change third up will be um, interesting. Feels playful, works across to lead. And from there, maybe Demolish could come across and try and race on speed, but they might also ride him cold first up. But it's really thin after your top four. Like really, I thin. tell you what, like Village Girl, the top five, got Village to Girl to wouldn't want stretch. a step better than all the King's Men because then you're talking maybe second, or even, even Fleur Delacour, yeah, second, yeah. third, last with all the King's Men. So, yeah. uh, it's, it's going to have a map issue if it doesn't, yep. if it doesn't step. I, I'm just working on they're all coming out of the one form line, and yep. then you've got one horse coming out of a completely different sort of form line. That breeders that was a really nice ride by Paul Harbour at the end of the day, and one thing people will be knocking feels playful because it was a leader by his day at Pinjarra, but have a look at that race and it was like the horses that settled everything that settled rearward was second third fourth fifth like just it feels playful was the only horse on speed that stuck on so i like to look at each race and, individually and rolled along genuine faster yep. faster than the genuine clip and got pipped on the post by, by a, a quality animal so, exactly yeah. right exactly right so i, I definitely don't think um, feels playful is impossible here at all the wide gate allows holly just to roll around nothing else will want to lead this same tory i'll be looking to tuck in on it yeah. i think if, if they can um yeah, that's that's, that's the funny thing with Aberration Express from that gate. It's almost a small chance of being left without cover. Yeah, after freezing. Yeah. But I, I do think that if Santorio comes across with feels playful, there's a chance Santorio maybe ends up in the breeze or Demolish ends up in the breeze, and then Lucy can um, Lucy can tuck in. So you know what? I've got hope. I don't think it matters. That's 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 what I'm sort of coming at, and I, I'm. I like that form reference. Um, well, I'm not sure about the form reference from the from the breeders uh, completely. Just has a lot of hard luck stories behind them as well. But just from what I've seen, what we saw in the champion fillies, I'm, I'm happy going with the point of difference horse and yeah, marked her favourite. And she's the she's the horse I want to be on for the card. Yeah, my eyes lit up when I saw her nommed, and um, yeah, she is the real deal. This one, um, Breeze. Parking just behind them. Um, love yeah. some colour. Yeah. Would love some colour. Preferably, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I uh, I think she's just going to be too strong for them. Mm -hmm. So it be interesting to see what Jason, Jason Miller has in has in the back of his mind because from here. Should we go on the Oaks and do Yeah, so from here it goes 1,800 Ascot, 1,000 guineas. Mm -hmm. Then it goes 2,200 metres Natasha, mm -hmm. 2,400 metre Oaks, 
in two week intervals and then the Derby. FC Derby. So just what we've seen. Then see you think she comes back for railway stakes? Yeah, see if she can convert what she's doing over miles into those mile and yep. a half, then you've got a real weapon on your hands. She's a class one horse and yeah, but I'm happy to say I think she's a Well, horse I even so remember we'll, when, we'll we, no when we were previewing the champion fillies, like I remember yep. that the two Jason Miller runners in the race were, you, you know, I think you might've even backed Admiration Express. Like the, the, the theory being is she should have bolted in that maiden the, the week before or two weeks prior and it was like okay well she's 20 plus dollars here what price would she be if she had have won that race in the mm. fashion that we thought she would have so um for her to come out and win the win the champion fillies wasn't a huge surprise um but the fact that she knocked off laced up heels and was so strong at the end of the 1600 meters and then spell and has just done what she's done in the two lead up trials it's just uh yeah i'm uh, all aboard admiration express all aboard all aboard yeah very good. So I'll just set the scene here, listeners. In one one HQ, the guru has got the uh, the first test I'm on the big miss, screen. I'm not going to miss a ball yeah, on the big screen. Um, tell the listeners what's happening. Where are we at? I'm still coming to terms with Travis Head's acting, <laughs> to be honest. That's that's it's bewildered ra- me. I understand. What's rattled you more, Travis Head's acting or what up walks his performance on the Master one? I don't finish. To be honest with you, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm struggling to answer that. But uh, geez, I'm looking forward to this series of. Test cricket. So Aussies, Aussies won the toss, did they? Uh, I don't know who won the toss, but we're, we're having a hit. No. We're having a hit. So hopefully when this comes to you, we're, we're one for 220. Mm. That'd be nice, but yeah. I get the feeling we'll be six for 130 at about 6 p.m. So okay, we'll find out. All right. So um, the nerves are kicking in for Terry here. We're watching his beloved Australians take on India oh, in the no, first I test. But then the, beloved. The, I don't like any of them, really. Yeah. Do you find them a likeable team? Mate, you couldn't have reached for the remote any quicker. I want to watch it. <laughs> Who says I'm not cheering for Vera? <laughs> oh, you might, are you on the – who are, you, are we betting? No, nah, we're not betting. We're no. Not betting. No, I think the market's pretty right. Well, I, I always love – Supporting a team when you're going in as big underdogs, and I think yeah. we're five bucks here, a dollar fifty to win the series or something. So yeah. I actually quite enjoyed that aspect. So India away, India away, and England away. They're the two I enjoy. But you, you messed up my intro anyway because yeah, I was sorry. just going to roll into another of your beloveds in the listed Cyril Flower Stakes. This is race eight, twelve hundred meters. It's a ratings ninety plus. $125,000 up for grabs. Halatorian, Dublin Gage, says uh, Roy Rogers and uh, the um, astute ownership have opted to go to the cereal flower, uh, take on some uh, some of the hottest uh, mares, fillies of mares in the state. My Bella May, star, Snipperucci, potential star. Uh, not a bad addition of the cereal flower. I'm uh, looking forward to getting stuck into the preview here. Yeah, look, Halatorian, uh, we nommed. The plan was to probably race in a few weeks instead, but um, the Rock Magic race changed from a 84 plus to set weights and penalties. And with what's coming up um, in the calendar, because uh, you have to look ahead and be hopeful that you keep winning. Um, what's to come? And there's nothing. There's nothing in the waiver ratings race besides that one more 72 plus in a couple of weeks' time. And Halatorian's a horse that can't handle a drop of rain on the track, so it's probably going to spell the entirety of, of winter. So we were we would have ended up in the other 72-plus, but Roy had already accepted for two others. Um, and, yeah, it, it made sense to not uh, for him not to have three in one race, and I completely understood that. We, it was probably on us not to um, confirm we were going to the 72-plus earlier. And Mate, I Roy realize- had four runners in one race at 
to Belmont yesterday. Yeah, nice, but I, I do sort of understand it. I, it's Look, for us, it, it's exciting going to this race. We're going to have to chew up the points, but I think if we were successful or even around second, but to be honest, once you get into that type of rating, you have to start doing that because there's nothing really for horses around that 85 86 rating going forward there's there's nothing for us at all like unless we step up to set weights and penalties or wait for age like it's it's a tough time to try and place a sprinter that's rated in the well, mid, that, in the mid 80s it, it, no it was it was fine until the 84 plus went yeah to that's what we had a calendar we had the 72 plus in three weeks and the 84 plus three weeks after that we would have been Perfect for those two, and then you can sort of reassess from there. But look, we, if you look at the other end of the scale, like after this, I'm not saying Halatorium will um, measure up. I, I, it's fascinating, actually. We'll talk about it shortly. But after this, if you are competitive, then you got the Pinjarra Classic over 1300, which is the 90 plus, um, and then you look at all the other sort of aspects from there. So, and even if you don't uh, get and, it, and will Halatorium ever come back in this form again? Honestly, so. Let, let, let a bunch of owners dream. Yeah, absolutely. We've talked ourselves into it. You, you were a big advert for going this way as well, sort yeah. of measuring yourself up against this sort of grade when it's running the race as it is. Yep. I think even if you run third, you might get like two, two points. Two yeah. points. Yeah. So, and then we can still go to the 72 yeah, plus. That's what, yeah, that's what I was just about to yeah. say. You can still go to that 72 plus. I mean, imagine if you run third close up to two, the two fancies or whatever, then, you know, you kind of have to sort of start – Start dreaming, start like allowing yourself to to dream that even if you're not suited at set weights and penalties in a rock magic, that you probably owe the horse a, a, an opportunity. So. Well, if you look at very interestingly, purely looking at the uh, the data with an R, BJ, um, his two <laughs> runs where he beat a bit of merit, and you get. Again, we're off six days here. Our best run was that win against Bit of Merit off seven days. Yep. So that's another thing we want to sort of learn. Was that just um, – obviously, we are coming off a race where we were held up the entirety. Now we're going into a race where we've had a pretty hard run um, a week ago. But are we a really good – Roy's of the opinion we are going to be a really good seven-day horse. He gets a bit um, a bit flighty and he needs to be consistently worked. He, he, he thinks that, um, that could seem at his best. But that is, I guess – Still yet to be proven when you're especially stepping up to this type of grade. Um, but as I was saying, those two runs uh, when we beat Bit of Merit and then when we beat Premium Choice after leading, run the quickest last two. Those two runs um, on the data and the way this race is uh, race is weighted, not one horse has ran to that level. Um, Snipperucci, My Bella May, none of those figures they've ever thrown out have been at the level of those not just one but two runs which I, I thought was fascinating that's why i'm not obviously not a massive data player but if it's in your favor you use that narrative don't yeah, you? so yeah, absolutely. um fascinating fascinating in that sense fascinating well, well, what, the, what the market does with a horse like halatory i think we'll, um, we'll cover the rest of the runners but i think okay. the, will we, will we? the interesting thing about halatory and last week was that sometimes it just doesn't things just don't go to plan mm -hmm. and then but it's like Footy teams, you find a way to win ugly when you're not playing well. Rather, I should think the horse went really well, but he's a for me, he's a better horse stalking a hot yeah. tempo and then kicking off that. So, and I think he's going to get that opportunity in this with Snipperucci leading and maybe Fanta coming across to the breeze. What yeah, well, that that's my hope. Well, my hope is that we can sneak across my Bella May, who I think will kick up for the back of Snipperucci. But there, she's she has on occasion been a little. Tardy out the gate. So if she does that and we ping, it could pan out really nicely that Clint can just pop on the back of Snipperucci. That's in an ideal world. Um, but I think Fanta, they might be also looking for the back of us. 
So I think that'll be a really interesting watch early. I think there's a big chance we end up in the breeze, which I I don't want. Um, but also in saying that, we're fit as a fiddle, got 54 kilos. It's not the end of the world. Uh, I think it'll work out. They're the front four. Um, it's just how it all maps out, whether Lucy and, and the game Jemmys want to take at the bull by the horns and just go to the breeze with Fanta. Um or whether they are desperate to tuck in on us. If they well, are, they do, we, we have to go to the breeds because we don't want to go slowly. We want it to be a truly run race. Could do so. something random and fire out a long beach or something like that and just attack. Like I know it hasn't been yeah. riding for, but it can do if they want it to. Well, the other so, option is we we tell Clint to try and begin as well as he did last start. And if we can get across Snipperucci, we get across and lead. Like that's, you don't just give a horse the lead, especially a horse like Snipperucci who's 10 times better leading. If we can get in front fit as mm. a fiddle, um, I wouldn't be afraid for that to occur. I don't think it will occur. Yeah. But I'd just be, just be willing, like just be willing if that does occur because it's straight away one of your biggest dangers is um, neutralizing. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So I think we end up in the breeze. I'd love to end up on the back of Snipperucci or Fanta. That's um, in a nice fluently run, hard run race. Um, but I think the most likely outcome is the breeze. Okay. All right. My Bellamy, um, five starts, four wins, only defeat in the Winterbottom Stakes. Was still a pretty bloody good run. It was actually firming in betting and started nine dollars mm. in that in that winner bottom stake. So the you know the market really respected her. She ran well. End of prep returned again in three year old company, fifty eight kgs, and uh, was a very fast race. That eleven hundred meter first up, one hundred three eight four uh, for my Bella May. Second up. Drops down to the 54 minimum from gate three. Um, I, knew, I know Admiration Express was was um, my best of the day, but my Bellamy is not that far behind her for mine. Oh, really? I think, I think this is this is uh, a fair income, fair income, oh, fair income. He's horse, using fair income. Yeah. Um, I'm with Snipperucci, actually. Yep. Um, if Halatorian's going to get beaten, then <laughs> I, was, I was hoping you tipped Halatorian for his page. You know, I'm really upset you haven't. <laughs> um, you convinced me to run it in this fucking night. Um, I'll, I'll have something. <laughs> good. Oh, yeah. so well. Um, fascinating. Uh, my Bella May still hasn't got the scalps. Uh, I know the way she's been winning has been tremendous, but um, still hasn't really got the scalps as much. Cut the talk was the horse she beat first up and cut the talk, just fell in over, play that funky music who couldn't beat Lady Tornado. If you want to stretch the format a little bit like that, but I do agree the way she wins is, is really exciting and she's going to stalk a very strong leader. You'd think she showed the back of Snipperucci. So uh, to be honest, it's a race that's really confused me um, in that sense. I initially sort of marked Snipperucci low twos. Really? Um, yeah, but then I, I sort of gave myself some time out of think and I end up marking Snipperucci higher twos. I just I like when a horse will lead that's really talented coming off a good trial. I'm a talent frank in that Snipperucci mm. trial form. Um but again you could be right my Bella May could just be better than her and mm. she's on her back. So they kick clear and, and off they go. So fascinating race. Um really good race. Good hot, race. Hot Z Titan Blinders by the way. It's a serious race. What a recruit. What like, a recruit to the Gangemis like I think they've missed a trick in not Nicking a couple of races when it was handicapped. Now it's a hundred rider. It's wait for age, just about only. You know, I think I think they've missed a little bit of a trick getting the eleven points running second in the Eurythmic and then four points running fourth in the Gold Rush. I understand going for them, yeah. Um, but not missed a trick. Just been probably a little bit stiff not to jay. Well, I should have won the Hannons. Um, well, he went from an eighty-five to a ninety-six running second in the Eurythmic. Yes, e exactly yeah. right. So and that's like when we're looking at penalties for set weights and that's penalties. A, that's a type of penalty you get. That's a killer in a rock. That's what you get. Rock Magic to run second to. If Alatorian, I'm not saying it's going to occur, but that, they're the type of penalties you're going to cop in time. So, yeah. 
um, in time. That's wishful. <laughs> um, and then obviously Hot, hot Z, Z. What Hot Z did throughout its last campaign was huge. Just it's drawn a barrier. Hot Z drawn, says, drawn uh, beaten one point five in the winner bottom and one point eight in the gold rush. Yeah, it's it's anything. Hot Z. <laughs> it's so, and its first up run last campaign over the thousand yeah. was probably the run of the day. Yeah. Uh, behind Miss Kentucky. So, yeah, this is a cracking race, but for me, it looks really speed map orientated. You've got Snipperucci and um, My Bella May, who are probably leader leaders back. And as good as the other ones are, they've got to carry more weight and beat the map, which I don't think they can do. So, mm. winner comes from those two. I'll go against you. I'll go with Snipperucci, but Halatorian's best gets them. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Anything with a three in front of it, and I reckon that'll do me for my Bella okay. mate. So, yeah. so you, what do you reckon the money, well, like monetarily, do you reckon it'll come for? I reckon the, the Cipriucci will be the firmer. You reckon? What yep. is it? It's about 330 to a dollar. This Brad, is- Brad Brett, 280, Bella Snippet, 320. Okay. Yeah, fascinating. Great little sprint. Yeah, great little sprint. Ripper. Good little, and it's. I like betting in races like this if you've got a strong opinion because you can be really confident how the map's going to look. Like yep. a couple of horses can float here or there, but it does look a pretty um, obvious map. Okay, it's time, BJ. It the, is time. Uh, get out stakes. S T E A K S. Who is it? Proudly brought to us by Market City Meats, of course, Terry. Market City Meats is the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located uh, in the Kennebunk Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt, the good, the great man, he, uh, him and his team, they run the show out there at Market City Meats. Let them know that you're a one-one listener when you drop in and see Timmy, and you get the red carpet treatment out there at Market City Meats. Congratulations to last week's winner, Wes Lavender. Now, Wes was nearest the pin with his Halatorian prediction and um, knocked off a couple. It was a tight, tight go, but Wes was the man to come out on top. Now, Wes is a first-time get-out stakes winner as well. This competition is just, just right. evolving before our very eyes, isn't it? So, um, congratulations. to go through all the entries. <laughs> the secretary. I need to get my daughter up to speed on how to mm. use Twitter and she can work yeah. it out for me. Keep her off Twitter. Ah, yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, congratulations, Wes. The first time winner. And um, yeah, that's uh, hope you enjoyed your um, gourmet beef package from Market City Meats. Now to enter this week's Get Out Stakes. Let us know who you think will win race nine at Ascot on Sunday at the 1 1 pod. Tell us who wins and a decimal winning margin. Two decimal places preferred. A couple of few um, like long heads and long necks recently. Mm. No, nah, not on listeners. No, so that's not done unless you do long dot neck. Grow up. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Don't encourage them. So, and of course, uh, never ever forget the Sam White rule. Uh, first in, best what up walks. Best dressed, correct. Race nine is the Furphy handicap graduation over the thousand, and we were talking to Luke Fernie earlier about the uh, amount of top end speed mm. engaged in this dash. Uh, well, they'll be coming from it. They're coming from everywhere. Clouds, clouds. So, uh, so, as as a bit of a um, fun exercise, okay. let's try and let's try and work out the leader and the breeze horse. Oh well, I've got um, Knight's Mystery potentially leading, but it can step a bit wobbly at times. Mm. Rock this town looks super quick, and Olga Louisa, um, who uh, Harvey. 
steps on from 10. Last time he hopped on Olga Louisa, it didn't jump well, and he actually probably cost Regal Access the race. Regal Access was super yesterday, by the way, missing the kick, mustering up like that, and to give a nice kick. Um, he, Regal, I worry that a sort of similar situation occurs here with Olga Louisa, and even if she does jump cleanly, she's got to jump across those two. So I do like a my maps in speed order, and the horses I don't even have in the leading trio are Nobility, who's led its last few, mm-hmm. Men's Club, um, who's obviously led last start, and Magna Lee, who led last start. So, yeah, it's a mad race. But the big thing is I'm, those three names I'm throwing at you, Knights, Mystery, Rock, This Town, and Olga, I don't think any of them have the class to win this anyway. So this should be a uh, an off-speed runner, I would suggest, BJ. If Olga got to the top, I'd give it a massive chance because its best run is always fresh, but I just can't see it getting there. Okay. So just park behind them. You imagine Mantelli, Tad Weird, Nobility. Sorry, I'm talking about sorry, oh, sorry, Matt yeah. um, That we parked in behind them. But uh, Do you want to back either of those two? Though? Not but, really. Yeah, and, and they're going to likely have two horses, like uh, maybe a Rock This Town or a Nobility potentially stopping on them. Like – um, yeah, I, I, yeah, this is just, I think drawing wide, he was almost a minor positive potentially. Um, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Oh, Signorita Dorothea is the obvious, but the price is like, Brad's got the market right, but that's the price is nowhere near for a bet for me. Um, there's been good money, it looks like there's been a bit of money early with Brad Bet for Ruthless Tycoon. I oh, know there hasn't, it's just 440 to 420. Um, just alerting you, Terry, there's been another wicket. Yeah, just, <laughs> two for two. Warner's out. We're doing better than I thought. Mm-hmm. I didn't think we'd score those two runs. So. Um, <laughs> mate, that's not a big start. Do you, know yeah, who, do you know who they need? We're basically going in a wicket of race here back today. Do you know who they need? We need to wrap this up. Do you know who they need? Travis Head. Travis Head would be handy. A bit of, bit of counteractive uh, batting. But anyway, yeah, I think Signorita Dorothea moving line was good first up. Can run over the top of them. Um, and Ruthless Tycoon's trial was super, but it's first up for 18, 19 months, and it's about four bucks. So, yeah. Those two? Good luck. Yeah, those two. But they're $3.40 and $4.20 in a, in a horrible race to have a bet in. So, um, nah. If we're behind coming to the last, I think we're fucked. Right. Positive. <laughs> positive. <laughs> I think that those two early wickets are really unsettled, the guru. So, he's finished off the podcast real strong, real oh, strong. Oh, look at that. Um, so, going around corners. So, uh, I'm losing listeners. I'm actually losing Terry now. He's, 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 more, <laughs> he's more interested in the cricket. But uh, yeah, for me, I think you really respect SJ Miller. Uh, it's got the um, with this ruthless ruthless tycoon showed heaps early. Has got the two trial. Oh, sorry, it's got the trial under its belt there at uh, at Lark Hill. Um, if it can be three or four wide line cover doing sort of just cruising, uh, I think it's going to let down and um, yeah, it's going to give a b- big burst late. So I'm actually happy to back. Um, SJ and Brad Parnham in first up here with Ruthless Tycoon at um, I'm sort of hoping for sort of 450-ish that'll do me in the, yep. in the get out so I don't nah. really I, don't, I actually don't really like anything other than Senorita Dorothea and Ruthless in the last and yep. I'm going to go with Ruthless bit of class yeah it's hard to win off such a long break and then you add in the gate and then but they'll they'll look at the map and say just just ride him cold and yeah See how we go, but yeah, he, he actually oh. actually drew poorly and went back in like that feature oh, three year old classic. Yeah, he went I, know, I, know, I know he was race fit, and you know, but that was that was a thousand meter sort of feature race there where he tacked the line, beaten length and a half behind Lee Wah in the three year old classic. So um, they ta- could um, chasing about their fifth winner for the day, fourth winner for the day. They got a fair book, don't they? Yes, Yeah, auspicious Snipperucci, Santorio. Yeah, ruthless. Ruthless. Yeah, it's a good little book. All right, let's take a break and we'll come back with our best 
bets, our Maddies and our lays for Ascot on Saturday. Okay, we are back with our Betfair best betting propositions for Ascot Saturday, the features being the Cyril Flower Stakes and the Challenge Stakes. Terry, your Betfair best. I think we might be in alignment here, DJ. Uh, race seven, uh, Admiration Express. Admiration Express for me as well. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to this one. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah. Me too. I like backing good horses and horses that I think are really promising and horses that will probably, as long as we see $3 plus, eh? Yes, sounds good to, to me. Be honest, uh, to be honest, it won't matter what promises. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the Admiration Express vortex at the minute. Bet, 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 bet. Um, responsibly, of course. Uh, what about Maddie? We No odds are out. Um, again. Again. Only uh, tap touch and B365. So um, it, was, it was tough finding a Maddie. So I'm going to have to fudge mm-hmm. for my Maddie. So in the 1600 meter graduation that's race six of the day mountain ash is my maddie currently oh, 15, that's a big fudge 15 dollars boost geez where are you getting your boost from yes. tell you what that's more of a build i don't know i didn't know what i was going with there um okay what's that what's that rocket ship thing you'll get 20 double yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll get your uh the rocket ship <laughs> End up with fifty dollars on the rocket ship. Yeah, um, I think. I think you get better fare. Like, I think you might. Be, yeah, yeah. yeah. money will keep coming for gauge roads. Yeah, yeah. I thought. I think that's the race we have to try and fudge a Maddie in. I took Brad's twenty-one border force. Could go with it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Speedy misses eighteen dollars. That's pretty close. I like fear the wind, but uh, Speedy miss. That's the closest one I can find to the twenty-dollar mark that I'll probably have something on. So that looks the race, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks the race of the day where you can find a bit of value potentially. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. 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 Or, and then we'll just watch Gage Rhodes win by three. <laughs> That's true. All right, and our lay of the day. Well, I struggled to find uh, an obvious favourite around that $3 mark to take on. So I'm going to look at taking one on for a place. It's currently $3.25 to run a place, which doesn't mean it's well in the market, but I think some sort in race number two. <laughs> I'm going to lay it to run a place. <laughs> oh, dearie me. So, yeah. That's great. I'd probably lay it at 15 to under on a place, to be honest. It's very good. Um, look, from my market, I thought Acromantula was a bit short at 265. So price-wise, from a from that point of view, Acromantula is my lay of the day. Yeah, don't mind that. It's funny, I, I agree it's well under the odds, but it's probably the it's from, deser- it's a deserved favourite. Yes. But it's just well under the odds. Yeah. All right, we got there, BJ. Mm-hmm.